Hey, what's going on? Good evening, good day, and welcome to the 162nd edition of Birds All Day. We've got a full season's worth here. Full year of Birds All Day. Uh, and uh, we're talking about your Toronto Blue Jays, who, just uh, one month into the season, one month and a few days, looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. That was the big thing, right? Get off to a good start in um, April and everything else will be good. The, the, the ticket sales will be up and I don't know. I, I, things are good. Uh, maybe it's a little bit of fool's gold. I don't know. But that's what we're here to do. We're here to talk about it. We're here to break it all down. Figure out what uh, what's the state of the team and uh, what is gonna, what's to come for your Toronto Blue Jays. And there's no better source to go to for this kind of hard-hitting, in-depth analysis uh, than... Uh, then, uh, as, uh, what do I say? As always. Yeah, old reliable. Old reliable, Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? I'm, I'm lovely. I'm lovely. I'm not mocking you, by the way. I mean a little bit, but not but not. No. Really. <laughs> not well, my my, my ego didn't believe that you were mocking me at all, so that's really all that matters. Well, it didn't get that way uh, by accident. Um, so how are you? Yeah, you're good? You're well? Everything's working out? Yeah, Blue Jays, you know, playing a Kafka-esque fucking... 40 innings here today, and uh, who who could dislike it? All that baseball. It's been great. So the situation is, at, at the time of recording, the Blue Jays are getting blown out in the second game of a doubleheader, a game that has featured almost all of the pitchers that there are to pitch. And I can't help but wonder, well, I'm just, I, I, we probably won't know. This is the kind of game that a position player is more likely to pitch in. But who would it be? This is a question. Yeah, that is a good question. I saw some. I saw people on Twitter who uh, are certainly more on top of those sort of uh, details mm-hmm. than I would be, uh, wondering themselves. So I, I don't know. We I do not believe one has been asked to pitch this year. Obviously, last year uh, Darwin Barney and Ryan Goins. Uh, that's how I believe they produced most of their value was in like brief appearances on the mound. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't I mean, know. They, I don't, do you have? They a, can't do, all be. They can't all be Pablo Sandoval, who no. uh, who pitched for the Giants this weekend. Actually, was great. Um, he looked really good. <laughs> Dropped in a nice curveball, and uh, yeah, looked solid all the way through. I mean, I wouldn't let him, but I'm sure Russ Martin would uh, would be happy to do it. That was instantly my my thought of who would want to do it. He is the uh, the uh, Renaissance man of the Toronto Blue Jays, the backup infielder. This week, where lead before Josh Donaldson got called back up, or I got sorry, got came up the DL. Uh, he's the man who does it all. So mm-hmm. let him pitch. Um, and if he gets hurt, you know, that's not the, he had a home run. <laughs> he's, he's better now. He's all fixed. I'm not ready to like insurance fraud my way out of that contract if I'm the Blue Jays. Yeah, we we, uh, we already got one. Guys. Yeah, one maybe two. We got to do that if I'm the Blue Jays. Yeah. Two, wow. wow. All right, well, let's get into it. So before we get into the messy part, um, uh, I don't know. What do you make of April? The, the, you can't really complain if you're the Blue Jays about what happened in April uh, at all. And you'd be insane if you tried to. But yet I'll find a way. Don't you worry. I'm sure that you will. But no, I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. That There is nothing about which one could complain. Uh yeah, they beat up on bad teams. They had a couple dog series there for a week and, uh, you know, haven't looked as great against the Yankees. I think uh, the run differential before this nightmare in Cleveland has happened here uh, looked pretty good, though maybe as I'm speaking, they're about to get a little bit of that back. Is that Donaldson again, perhaps? No, that was Diaz. Oh, Diaz buying himself some some valuable time in the big leagues with yet another home run. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 been good. They won in weird ways and in ways that you know you can't expect them to continue to do. Like if you told me at the start of April, like Donaldson's going to miss eighteen games, Smoke is going to look unfortunately not as as much as like twenty seventeen Smoke as we would like, though maybe not fully reverted into bad Smoke just yet. But mm-hmm. didn't look has hasn't been good, and the Diaz did nothing, and it's just like you know it's Solarte and it's Teoscar coming up and and doing everything, and and uh, Luke Maley had the fucking ridiculous uh, little run there, and and you know even you know Stroman has an ADRA and Donaldson's out, and and they're still. They're still looking good. You know, you don't want to be J.P. Ricciardi and being like, oh, and those guys come back. That's like adding an all-star player. But uh, 
some of the guys due to regress, uh, your Solartes and such, who's been obviously incredible as well. Um, mm-hmm. As they regress, so like, you're going to start you... to get contributions from from other guys, and you know, it's it's hopefully it's going to not ever crater into a disaster garbage season like last year. Are you trying to tell me that that Pissrod Maley was actually just an apparition? Like that? Uh, the, that's not him. A- aberration, I guess, <laughs> I was what I meant to say. That's not real. Pissrod Maley is not real. It was just pure batted ball magic and a couple pissrods thrown in for good measure. No, I'm not going to say. Well, <laughs> you know, he's not. Yes, I am going to say that. No, well, I think I think it's worth noting though that he's not. A, I think it's it's fair to think that he's not as bad as he was last year. If you look at how he's driving the ball with the stat cast stuff, and you consider mm-hmm. the fact that he was hurt with his knee last year a lot, you could expect and and you know hopefully see the fruits of him hitting the ball harder. He did not look like as uh, you know uh, as bad a hitter, and as much as the eye test can tell you things about you know exit velocities and just stinging the ball, it looked like he's he. Uh, he looks like a better guy this year. I don't think, obviously, the bad of all luck or anything. You know, he's going to still be bad, but he's not going to be so bad that you can't play him by the looks of it. Like Hopefully. negative six or whatever his weighted runs created plus was last year. Something insane. Um, but I think, yeah, one month into the season, the Blue Jays season, as opposed to last year, is not over, right? Last year, the season was over. This year, this I, it, 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 yeah, it, it, well, we convinced ourselves a lot. But also, they, you know, as you may recall... About nine times they got within a game of 500 and then couldn't get over the top. So the, I don't. I, I bring this up because I just don't want to give fodder to the people who hate it when you say it's early, uh, mm-hmm. because all of that should happen and it was early and they just they couldn't sustain the run that got them back to 500, but uh, or nearly to it. But it wasn't well, necessarily over, over, over at that point. It, they just made it incredibly difficult for themselves with the way they started. At this time last year, it was it was too early to declare the season over, even though for all intents and purposes it was. Yeah, you did not yet know that that Jose Bautista, despite you know the good June that was to come, um, would was, be done. It was May. You didn't, May was good. June was sorry, May. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know that May was to come. That he would, you know, he would hit, um, and and and, but then that would be it. Uh, you didn't know Devin Travis would hit in May, and then and then and then be hurt um, and not hit, and then be gone, um, and. Uh, but at the same time, that was a big hole to dig out. Now you look at the Blue Jays, where they are, where they sit now, um, uh, whatever, four or five games above 500. And you look at the talent that they have on hand, and you think, okay, yeah, this team, they have a chance to hang in there. But where is it exactly that they're hanging? I think that's the question. Yeah. And you mentioned that they're beating bad teams and they're they're playing well. The the fact of the matter is that they a are not as good as the Red Sox and the Yankees. And if you want to make that case that they are as good, you are welcome to it. Um, maybe go to facebook.com slash birds all day and, and make that case. I'd love to read it because I don't see it. They're not as good as the Red Sox and the Yankees. And B, not only are they not as good on paper, they've been getting their asses kicked by them. IRL. I don't think that necessarily has to keep up, but yeah, I think they're you know they're not as good as them, obviously, but I think they'll by the end of the season they will have, I think, improved their record against those teams. They they can hang in games with those teams. I think uh, anybody can. Sure. Well, yes. But yeah. lo- they've how many played? They've already played the Yankees seven times. Does that eight. sound about right? Eight times. Eight. Yeah, there's three, um, three and five in eight eight games. Ah, that's not so bad. I mean, I think they some of them those games are maybe a little bit lopsided. That maybe that yeah, maybe I was looking. I think the the, the, the run differential is maybe like twenty runs over that over those eight games or something like that. Now I know you don't like them, but the postseason odds right now for the Blue Jays. If I had said to you or anyone, May the second or third, first week in May, you're going to look at the Blue Jays and they're going to have a uh, make the playoff. They're going to have a forty percent chance to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna know. Nobody's gonna sneeze at that, right? I don't think so. No, yeah, no. That that uh, that's better than a lot of people thought before the start of the season. I think they, a lot of people would have been surprised to have that at any point. Yeah. I mean, as as of as we sit here, they are in, I believe, in the second wild card spot or a shade behind the Angels for that second wild. Literally card spot the way head yeah. of the marrow. <laughs> Literally mm-hmm. the way that everybody. Figured well, this yeah. happen, yeah. <laughs> you and I were talking about this a little bit uh, off air, but uh, Buck Martinez made some comment on the broadcast tonight saying that all oh, the experts didn't even want to play the season this year. They wanted just to hand it to the Yankees and the Red Sox. But if you had, if I had 
said to you, write what the standings are going to look like, either on May 3rd or September 3rd, you would write them almost exactly as they are. They would look, they would be like the teams in order with the with the Jays and the Mariners and the and the and the Angels fighting it out, and the Twins uh, who are like actually far behind because they are they just look so unbelievably bad um, when the Jays were there in Minnesota, just giving wins away. But uh, it's it's it's, it's shake so far. It's hold. It's held true. Yeah. So, but that at the same time, you're fighting. This is the now we're looking forward to an entire season. Gear is is that the plan? I guess that is after a, a very strong month, a month that a lot of people could be happy with. A month where a lot of things on the offensive side went well. They've scored a lot of runs. The only one team's hit more home runs than them, which is the Yankees. Um, things have gone not well. The rotation's been like shockingly bad. You got a forty percent chance to make the playoffs based on your talent, based on the teams around you, whatever. Um, are you going to gear your entire season toward one game on the road against, you know, one of the Yankees and the Red Sox? And I don't know that you can do that. Can you? No, I don't, I don't know that you can. And that is where we're going to see this kind of, this is the, the thread that kind of goes through everything right now that is, uh, you know, people haven't maybe started talking about because there are so many details to sweat over. Like, for example, all day. And all night today, talking about Kendrys Morales and and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But that goes that question goes right to what you're talking about here, which is you know how how yeah how how hard are you playing to win this year? Like, what does this year mean to you? And what and and where are where are the Blue Jays? Like, where is the front office at in terms of how they feel about it? Because we know where the fans are at. Like, people would be. Perhaps, perhaps people speaking on this very podcast uh, are ready to to release Morales and call up Guerrero and and optimize the lineup and say, you know, let's uh, let's see where this goes. Uh, and the Blue Jays probably rightly are going to be a little more conservative than that. Uh, and it, and it's 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 an interesting push and pull, and it's an interesting question, and it's going to be, you know, you on one hand. You get it. You don't, you know, especially with, you know, Vlad, because had he, were he in AAA, it would maybe be a different question. But, you know, he's 19. The service time is a thing. I, maybe, I, maybe I'm jumping the gun talking about this. But it's like, how far are we from from people starting to ask, uh, you know, what you would hate or, or starting to think, well, you'd hate to you'd hate to miss it by a game when you had like half a season where you could have had Guerrero and instead you had Morales. Or you'd hate to cruise into the second wild card spot. <laughs> yeah, and get bounced and have well, and and get bounced and not have <clears throat> not have traded Josh Donaldson. <laughs> no, you want to. That's you, what, you want to hang that draft pick around him so you get him back. That's where I'm at. That's. The, that's my very objective and definitely not at all fan-like analysis of that situation. <laughs> uh, that's where I am. The roster right now is a bit of a mess, and that's kind of where I wanted to go next. And the roster is only going to get messier in the next few weeks to a month. Or between now and the All-Star break, at the, well, the roster is going to be a fucking disaster. Pretty much because you got right, right now you got Devin Travis in, in AAA, right? T- today the Blue Jays uh, DFA uh, Gifton Gope, which is you know again a, a, a he's a fun story and he's fun to watch play defense. He's awesome to watch play defense. Not a big leaguer in my mind. Cannot be a big leaguer because he cannot hit to the point where he might clear waivers. Yeah. So then you then you got him in Buffalo as the depth, but then that's only you know that's not helpful right now and then this came to a head today because obviously it's a really it's a it's an unusual situation it's a double header and there are roster machinations going here there and everywhere steve pierce goes on the dfa uh goes on the dl with a strained oblique i guess that he tweaked in in the middle of the first game and the jays need a long uh long man for game two and they need their starter joe biagini so they had to option danny barnes down to triple a which is a paper move it doesn't mean anything but at the same time it really made me angry because 
you, I mean, you, I get it. I can understand intellectually or rationally, like the what that happens. But at the same time, it just sucks. It, 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 it really is shitty to see it have to happen that way, where a guy who, by no fault of his own, he's done nothing wrong. He's playing as well as he's capable of playing. His ERA, he, he didn't have a great outing today, but he, he, uh, his ERA is like two and a half. Right, he's been a he's been a very very strong reliever for for as long as he's been in the big leagues for the most part. I don't know what else you can ask him to do, other than don't have options, because that just buys you time, and then it just becomes one of those things where, if you're a fan of the team, you're being asked to accept a, a product that is somewhat substandard, and you're also as a person, you're like he's losing service time, he's losing money. Mm-hmm. And it and it, it to me it's like it's it's like a bit of a like a black eye, and for what? So that they could keep one guy and not have to worry about losing this. I don't know. It just again, I get it, but it do, it doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. It doesn't it's, sit well. It's, it, it, it's that extra two percent shit. Fucking fucking Jonah Carey should never written that book. <laughs> uh, no, no, but it's I don't know. It's like every you know every team is just optimizing how they do this, being trying to be as efficient as possible. Like I'm thinking this, we we're sort of talking off air, watching the Jays play. You know, uh, the Jays have Carlos Ramirez on the mound right now. They have Dwight Smith in the outfield, and it's like these are guys who I don't know how old Dwight Smith is, but like what like like the 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 best years that Dwight Smith is probably going to have on a baseball field are right now being sort of held hostage by the fact that he's got options and that there are and that he's just not quite good enough to play every day in the big leagues, and so he ends up being in Buffalo and, and you know, maybe that's not unfair. If he's not good enough to play in the big leagues, he's not good enough to play in the big leagues, I guess, but it is, but it's just weird. And, and the way that the system has been used and manipulated and the way that, that it just feels like a guy like Barnes guy, guys who are, you know, these are young veterans and these are guys who are, are not 22 year old kids going back down to triple to A. These are guys who you would think are part of a, uh, a big league roster or they're not like to have them in this weird limbo uh, is weird. But I think especially just because of how uh, meticulously players get handled on the way up and how they're not, they're not added to the 40 man until the last possible second, they have to be added to the 40 man and how, you know, the options are always taken into account and always being considered in a, in a big, big way. Uh, you know, because they're treated as assets, which they are to the teams, but that just, Mm-hmm. Like and that's where you get into these conversations where that is at at inherent conflict with the fact that it's like a, they're they're humans too and it's and it's weird. You're right that Danny Barnes, who has done nothing to deserve a demotion, is getting the uh, getting you know going to have to ride the bus to to Durham or wherever the fuck the, mm-hmm. the Bisons are playing because of uh, because of what you know the because Gibby can't can't manage to not burn eight relievers every fucking night. Well, yeah, it, but often not by any fault of his own, sure, considering sure. the fact that most of the starters are having a hard time, other than Jay Happ, kind of turning over a lineup a couple times. Um, I mean, I don't really want to get into the to the, to the the nitty-gritty of the 40-man, but you start to look at some of the names that are on there, and it's like, oh, okay, well, what's this guy's deal? Like, what's he, you know, you know the, the Reese McGuire's of the world, and... And uh, and then Rowdy Tellez, like, I, is his is his forty man spot long for this world? I don't know. Um, I think he's but, sta- I think uh, he started okay, Tellez actually, but yeah, I know, I, and I think I think McGuire is a guy they think is valuable. He probably does have some more time, but uh, but that's the thing. It's just these are these things are considered so much more than it seems like they uh, they once were, or they were at least intended to be. Hmm. But yeah, so then on top of all this, so there's um, there's the outfield roster crunch, which again we've got Anthony Alford and and uh, and Dalton Pompey who are in Buffalo, and whether or not they're, I, I haven't checked on their their progress of late, mm-hmm. but uh, you know there are there are more questions to come, and and but the big one is of course like like what do you do with to with Vlad like. What what are you, what are you waiting for? I think, and and the answer is space, right? You're waiting for Anthony Alford. By the for the record, is uh, not performing uh, to his standard at AAA, which uh, doesn't really mean too much at this point. But no. uh, yeah, like what do you do? You, there, there's something has to give, and considering how 
the team, as you mentioned, has to think about the players like assets, has to treat them like assets, has to treat them like like chess pieces, even though they're people. Um, it's it's a really delicate line, line to walk because it's one thing to it's one thing to move a guy like Danny Barnes back and forth or Tim Mesa, who's going to be who's like definitely the shovel guy this year. Um, you know when the, when there aren't double double header considerations to to, to weigh, but uh, like at some point. Like what? What more can you ask Vlad Guerrero to do before you let him make your hope? Presumably, make the team better. Mm-hmm. I'd I mean, I, I, you know, it's hard to see that there has to be more to asked of him. I mean, I know we're saying this really early. It's been a month in Double A for him, uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's <laughs> when you add it to who he is and what people think of him and what people think when they see him and how he approaches mm-hmm. uh, his at-bats and everything that goes on, you know, mm-hmm. he's just, he's not being challenged there. Uh, at all. And, and, at all. It's absurd. It, and, is, yeah. it is fucking crazy what he's doing right now. And he, and he may not be challenged all that, you know, all that much at the big league level, you know, it'll be a bigger challenge, uh, but he might be, he might be fine. He might be able to, uh, to hang there. And, and yeah, it's, uh, it seems absurd, and and you know, he, if he'd had a, a a bad month, we wouldn't be talking about it. Uh, and I know that that's you know, you shouldn't probably change what you're thinking about after you know so few plate appearances and such a short stint there. But I, you know, he just it, he he's on another level. It's uh, and he's a guy. It just and, and this is what it comes down to, right? It's like I think he I think he makes them better. I think we would both probably agree that he right now makes them better than Morales. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff uh, Jeff Passan of Yahoo wrote about wrote about him this week, being like he, it's a matter of when, and he got the you know the ever popular anonymous scout quote <laughs> right. uh, to say like he's he absolutely makes them better today. But the be- the best part about the Vlad Guerrero thing, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to keep coming. Like they're so he's he's hitting so well, and he's showing all of the things that everyone dreamed, anyone dreamed could ever he would ever be capable of that. You don't even have to go to anonymous scouts. You no. got these guys who will like <laughs> put their name on it. They're like, I'll put my name on it. That's a, I'm going to compare it to Miguel Cabrera. I'll put my name on it. That's an 80 OFP. I put like one guy, the Ben Bather. They were like, how, oh, okay. How, whoa, how can Jay, Jay's fans uh, temper their expectations? He was like, <laughs> that guy put his name on it. Damn right he did. Um, but yeah, like that's just—it's not normal, right? It's not just you know. It's we we say this every week, but every week it gets more and more ridiculous. He, that 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 sound clip you just uh, played was from a Thursday night. He hit uh, a line drive bomb missile to left field that left I don't know much of the state of New Hampshire. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. He doesn't strike out. He walks. It's absurd. And, and the other, like the other side of the service time issue question, or the question about oh, what time? When? Like, you know, and I, I don't know if you saw some of these, or if you were involved in like talking about this with somebody on Twitter tonight too. It's like, like how, like do you? How could you conceivably hold him down for a year at this point? A year. It's like, oh, we probably should probably should push that free agency back. Wait till he's you know past the cutoff and bring him up. You know, literally a year from now, it's like you're gonna you're gonna force this fucking guy to just sit there and feast and get bored, like destroying double A pitching this time when he's like he should be getting on a plane to Tampa right now with his own money, like fucking uh, <laughs> JLU's dad or whatever that tweet was. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, I don't know. It, it, so when you start to think about it in that way. It becomes a little less absurd, I think, because it's just it's so hard to envision. Like it, the outcry we feel now about, like maybe they should be thinking about this. Like, why? Like, how could they hold him down for another through another year of doing this? It just it seems so absurd. And so, if you're not going to do that, mm-hmm. then why do you, you know why do you even need to hold him until September? Like, why do you why maybe can you not start actually really thinking about it? I know they want they're not going to enter into it lightly. They're not going to enter into uh, where the way the you know the way they were get him on the roster to be re- uh, releasing Kendrys Morales. I'm, I'm sure they're not going to enter in lightly into uh, 
dumping that money. But I, I, he's made it a legitimate question. And he's done it in a way that, because I know, you know, we, you know, we talk about this a lot. Everybody knows, like, uh, it, we, we try to temper reality a little bit. It's like, I know you're going you're gonna to disagree, but like Bo Bichette, great as his start has been, he's not demanding <laughs> that he needs to be here. He's, he looks like he's going to be a great prospect, and I, you know, I have nothing but good things to say about Bo Bichette. But the way Guerrero has started is just on such another level. It's, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, it, I, would, I would like to think that he is making life difficult for Ross Atkins and people right now because he's, he's, kind of, he's telling them. And that's kind of what they always say, right? It's like, oh, they'll tell us when they're ready. It's like, mm-hmm. hello, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> well, the the very least, especially if they're going to play this game, they have to uh, they have to at least send them to AAA, right? Like they they can't not send him to AAA at this point. And be like, well, he wasn't really being challenged at AA, so we might as well get him on to AAA and you know pretend like that's going to be difficult for him when obviously that shit will not be difficult for him. Well, I, I mean, but and. Uh, I don't know, but what if you? What if the idea is just to make your team better? Mm-hmm. What, if, what if you have like I, you're looking a gift, gift horse in the mouth a bit with you have you have fucking Teoscar Hernandez who you know I have been reluctant at, or, at to to really appreciate in the way that I maybe should and and I'm obviously coming around Teoscar Hernandez right now. Uh, what does he have here? Uh, he has he has a three ninety nine three ninety nine weighted on base. Uh, his expected weighted on base is five oh one. He is it's it, it's like he's coming. man touches the ball. Man touches the ball. There's nothing else that you could ever want to do. You know, I'm still uh, I, I I worry that it's you know maybe it's not going to last. He hasn't had a, a run like this, being this type of hitter. We'll see where mm-hmm. it goes. But I don't know. How, how do you piss away a year where you could have him and Donaldson? And Guerrero and Solarte in your lineup, and whoever else you know, Solarte obviously going well now. He's not on the same level, but I don't know. Like you, you they they got something here. I think if uh, if all keeps going in that direction, so you would hate to look back in September, like I was saying before, and be like, damn, if they had just believed in themselves more, could have been a hell of a season. But obviously, like you know, they have to. Uh, they have to try to balance that with how they're protecting themselves for the future. So. Well, it's interesting also. So when I, I, I on Twitter, express my uh, my outrage, minor outrage or whatever, my disappointment with the Danny Barnes being optioned again, just a paper move, but it still uh, it doesn't didn't sit well with me. And all of the all of the general manager of the world came to laugh at me and call me an ass and tell me that I'm stupid and things like that for not understanding the the business of the game. I feel like they're the same people who are like the Jays should just cut Kendrick Morales loose, like pay him to go away. Like as of that's one way is the shrewd businessman's way of of dealing of doing business and running your baseball team. While the other one is just you know like you can't, and that and that comes back into the into the. The, the roster crunch idea. Morales is there and he's not going necessarily anywhere. And if they, if he, you know, he's swinging the bat a little bit better the last couple of days or in, in, in Minnesota, he had one good game, I guess is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. But between him and then, and now there's the Tulowitzki is, is starting his, his rehab and God bless Troy Tulowitzki. But you know, every Jays fan that I interacted with is, is, piling dirt on his grave right they 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 want him gone there's you got steve phillips showing showing up on the radio being like the jays just want the insurance money they're not trying to get him back right now which again you've you've got that you know ordinarily you think if we're thinking we want the team if you're trying to think about it from a we want the team to improve mindset you're not getting anything from diaz right now you're actually not getting anything from lourdes Gurriel at all he's not um got off to a hot start in the big leagues um, and then whoever else, who else are you going to run out there at shortstop? Suddenly, maybe Tulo isn't such a bad option. There's, a, there, there's well, of course, the other option. The nuclear option is, is always is out there. But now, to, to do that, um, A, you're putting an insane amount of pressure on a guy who's 20 years old or 20, uh, 20 or 21, and maybe someone who would benefit from a bit more of a, you know, despite the fact that he's hitting, he's not the other one, right? He, like, 
Bo Bichette is an amazing prospect. He's not Vlad Guerrero Jr. and he never will be. He's not so. gonna he's not gonna hit more home runs than he strikes out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> like, he's, 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 he looks good at double A. He's not getting uh Miguel Cabrera comps and things yeah. like that. But, but I, uh, I, I will well I will say this about a couple of these things. One is that uh Guriel has struck the ball well. I'm looking at the the team's uh, Expected weighted on base minus weighted on base right now. Uh, and Guriel is underperforming, which feels correct. You know, anecdotally, I think that uh, uh, he's hit the ball a little bit better. His, his weighted on base is 226. His expected is 336. Uh, that's not one of the necessarily higher ones on the team. But the uh, the expected weighted on base of, uh, of Kendrys Morales right now uh, is 303. Mm. And his current weighted on base is 287. The 303 is the... Uh, is the third lowest on on the team of the fifteen guys who, heading into today, had uh, compiled uh, at bats for the Jays. Uh, so he is ahead of uh, Gifton Gope, and somebody else. Oh, and Devin Travis, and then and then it's Morales. So, which is I I need to rush to say things like this because of my standing for. Kendrick Morales all winter, which, you know, <laughs> I I stand by to a degree, but I mean, this isn't the guy that I was standing for because he was a guy who was still striking the ball very hard despite all the other flaws. And right now he's not even doing that. And it feels like, uh, though I don't have the numbers in front of me, you know, he's just swinging over all the fucking curveballs. Nobody, nobody's going to throw him a fastball. And maybe if they did, he wouldn't even be able to fucking catch up to it at this point. Mm. Uh, that that has been ugly. Uh, Guriel, I think, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm not sure what we make of the defense, uh, especially at short. We'll, you know, that'll be a thing. I think they, that you want to see him. But uh, he, I think he's. I don't want to just like sound like I'm parroting. Uh, Pat and Buck, but I think he's taken some nice at bats. I think he's he's hit the ball uh, better than the results have shown. Um, but it's uh, but it's your Kendrys that that is a that is a problem, and that's where I you know I don't know what they do. Uh, and and Tulo may well get into that same fucking conversation, though he at least uh, he at least has some time to prove that he can't do it anymore. Whereas Morales. You know, here is me who's is again, proving it in real time in real life, it in, and, and you know, and, and even to the point where, like I say, you can't look at the exit velocity and be like, okay, yeah, I know he hasn't hit right-handed pitching for literally a thousand at bats, but uh, or plate appearances. Uh, uh, so I, you know, I know they like him as a person in the clubhouse, they obviously like the, you know, the fact that he's a, a Cuban legend and that they have Guriel and that they have Diaz there and that he's a guy who, uh, who I think they, uh, Ross Atkins, I wrote about this a little bit last week was, uh, was comparing him to Curtis Granderson as like the kind of special person that they want mm-hmm. to have on their club. Uh, but was also very clear. Uh, you have to be performing to be that kind of guy. Like you just, you can't, and we talked about this last week, you can't, Omar Vizquel just put this, run this corpse out as your 25th man and expect people to respect him when you're just like, Jesus, he's taking a job from somebody who could really be helping us. You know, Marcus Stroman already said Bichette and Guerrero are legends and they should be here. So I'll, I'll take his word for it. Speaking of his word, <laughs> should Mark, should Marcus Stroman be here? I mentioned it earlier and we could maybe move on. We could sit here and whine about the roster all day long. Um, but uh, Marcus Stroman actually turned in a decent start yesterday mm-hmm. in uh, Minnesota, which is interesting because I was out for lunch with a bunch of work people, and they had the Blue Jays game on, on one of the television. Actually, it was it was four televisions all stitched together, so it was very large. Uh, I and I had a very nice front row seat to Marcus Stroman stinking it up <laughs> in the first inning, Sec- yeah. first se- first two innings. Yeah. He was. Awful. I was texting uh, Jonah uh, from the score, like some horrible things. Just like I wonder, like you know, just the worst kind of armchair analysis. Like, is he hurt? Maybe something wrong with his elbow. Because everything was up and everything was getting smashed, smashed to the deepest part of the ballpark. Long, hard hit fly balls that managed to stay on the right side of the fence. And then he ended up turning in the best outing of the season. But uh, from what, again, I, I, sh- I need to go back. I need to go back and finish watching the start because it did not look good. It was really f- unsettling for me considering how bad he's been and then to see him just missing in the worst possible places in that game. 
It was not a, not encouraging at all. Are, are you worried? Are you worried about Marcus Stroman? I'm pretending I'm not worried, but I, I think you can't not be a little bit concerned about it. But I mean, there are all sorts of reasons to not be worried or to, I think, you know, to understand that pitchers who can be very good. And Stroman was top 10 in, in baseball reference war for starters last year, which is perhaps surprising. Mm-hmm. But he was awesome last year. He, he was, was awesome. awesome. I mean, a lot of the peripherals were were not very different from the year before, but he was also doing mm-hmm. some things a little bit differently. You can throw in the, uh, the hiccups in there and the, and, the, and the quick pitches and doing all that sort of stuff. Uh, and was, you know, just had a really incredible year. I, I, you know, there are two ways you can, you can take the, shoulder trouble that he had in, in spring training. You could be like, okay, well, that sort of derailed his, his ability to, you know, get himself ready for the season, and then maybe we're seeing signs of that. It's all, you know, they always say spring training is kind of, it's more for the pitchers to get, you know, into shape and ability to, to throw that many innings. Uh, and the hitters, very obviously, the Blue Jays veteran hitters don't really think that it matters too much for them, and they can just sort of waltz their way through it and go golfing and uh, and let the pitchers do their work so maybe maybe he's a little behind but then maybe the other side of that coin is maybe there's still something lingering with the shoulder uh they said it wasn't structural which was good they're letting him pitch which is good i, I it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like there's anything with it but remember that they let him pitch through uh two years ago when he was having he couldn't get on top of the ball they were saying he was leaving things up and he just there was something with uh I don't even remember what the type of injury was or what he was. It was not a not an issue that he couldn't pitch through, but it was affecting his release point or the way that he was, able, you know, trying to uh, trying to just get get snap on the ball, try to try to to, mm. uh, to keep the balls down. He just wasn't he wasn't doing it or his or so like his fingers were moving off to the side or something like that. There is there are people who actually know you know about pitching as an art form. They <laughs> know, <laughs> know about this a little bit better than I do, but. Uh, but so maybe it's something like that. They, you know, like I say, they obviously don't feel it's it's warranting any attention. And, but you're right, though. It it felt different than the line ended up looking. It felt like by the by the end, it's like okay, you had a nice start, but a lot of what concerned you in the bad starts was still there. I don't disagree. Uh, Jaime Garcia as well, not exactly uh, setting the world on fire. I know Shai Davidi wrote his gamer about. Uh, uh, he's just not looked great. He's given up a ton of runs. Um, I mean, he, the, the, a guy like Garcia is going to get lots of opportunities to prove, I, I think, that he can't be the fifth starter before they start dipping into some of that depth. He, I mean, am I off base? I, 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 don't, I can't see that they're going to, you know, again, speaking of guys who are, Assets, or speaking of, um, you know, being able not wanting to give up on on something, uh, you're not just going to like move on from from a guy like Garcia so quickly. No, I, right? don't, I mean, you know, he's not great, but they, they, I think the contract is nice, right? They have an option for ten million dollars for next year, so if he shows anything, that it's just a kind of a no brainer to keep him. So they would like to. Uh, to see how this plays out, Joe Biagini didn't really do himself any favors uh, today uh, in the second game of the doubleheader, and he's he, he right now. I you know I haven't. I'll admit I haven't been watching what the starters in Buffalo have been doing too closely, uh, but he feels like that's about that's that's your layer of depth right there, and then it gets kind of dicey. And I know people have uh, you know are excited about Ryan Barucki to whatever degree you can about a guy who's going to be a back end starter and uh, Sean Reed Foley has looked uh, much better apparently in New Hampshire this year I was listening to a New Hampshire broadcast the other day uh, when he was pitching and, and they they were uh, quite fond of him quite uh, quite excited about his performance so I, I, I wrote about this in my mailbag this week that you know a lot of the peripherals don't really look especially different but uh you know I, I think the word of the people who are out there watching him means something and and fans are starting to get excited though he's the guy who um i don't you don't know what to take because he's a it's his second try at double a and it's uh, uh mm-hmm. he might he might profile as a reliever more i don't think you know i had people asking questions this week like oh is he you know how long before he supplants be a genie as the as the number six starter and i'm like whoa you know <laughs> i think it might still be a while uh, a nice CRA in in, uh, in New Hampshire is nice, but uh, even with good reports, you know, I think that's still a long way off. I think he's got to go up to Buffalo and and do it there and 
beat back whoever else is there and whatever the hell else they're doing. I, I like I said, I'm not super up on it, but yeah. So, uh, but those are all reasons I think the fact that there's nothing particularly sexy coming. Um, to think that yeah, uh, Garcia is going to get run out there for for quite some time. He's he's had his moments where he's been all right. <laughs> I mean, all of them have had innings where they've looked fine. Is that, is, is that not enough? <laughs> that, that's all we're really looking for here on this show. It's like, hey, who hasn't been terrible? Uh, I mean, then the, the answer to that question is uh, Jay Hat hasn't been terrible. Yeah, fucking He's right. been good with all the strikeouts and things. But uh, yeah, Strowman, I mean, he brought his ERA all the way down to uh, seven and a half, uh, which is always nice. But, uh, you know, it's the long ball. The long balls are, are a problem. It's not uncommon, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if uh, regression comes in in a good way and, and can help out uh, help bring some of these guys back to earth a little bit. Um, uh, one thing. Uh, let's go back. Okay, a little bit. So we talked about the starting and um, well, and the, you know the bullpen. I don't know where. How do you feel about the bullpen? Uh, they're, again, they're all, they're kind of overworked, right? And that's where we're that's, we're seeing this juggling and the. Barnes in, Carlos Ramirez, Luis Santos, you know, up and up and down, in and out. Um, but for the most part, I think a lot of the, the relievers have um, have acquitted themselves nicely. Yeah, I, I think so. They're not, you know, they're not terrifying you. You're not. I don't think teams are are, are terribly worried about having to face Tyler Clippert or or John Axford. I mean, Osuna obviously is Osuna. It wasn't non-save situation so it doesn't really matter but he wasn't as, <laughs> as great as he could have been uh, in the first game of the doubleheader which mercifully the Jays managed not to piss away despite trying uh, numerous times to do so uh, Tay Oscar looking uh, looking like a DH out there uh, in the field a he's bit. looking like he looks like Jose Bautista he is the new Jose Bautista and he's he is going to demonstrate that in every applicable way I just need to get him we need him doing some madcap base running um, running through a stop sign, getting making some outs on the bases, and then it will the, the prophecy will come true. Did you did you see the uh, what was Bautista's line in his last game? Did you see that? Oh, we had like three hits, and he got picked off, and then he got thrown out stealing. I think he, he I think made he another stolen a base, but yeah, it was it was yeah. a very Jose Bautista thing. And it was great. I got people were adding me all day, like, "Oh, look at him! <laughs> He's doing his thing!" Oh, I love it. I can't get enough. I, I wish more. That was the that was so much fun. The, the, like last couple of years ago, two years ago, the Padres, who were shitty, um, uh, decided that they were just going to run the bases like maniacs, and it was just the, kind of the thing that they did. And like everybody ran all the time, steal, 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 and they've kind of abandoned that. And it's uh, I'm I for one, I I resent it. I think if if you if you're going to be a bad team, at least be a bad team with an identity. You know, get out there and just do something. Just run the bases like. Like you have, like your hair's on fire all the time. <laughs> I mean, like right now, the Padres are the fourth worst base running team in the league by by um, by the Fangraphs base running metric, which is uh, that's just so boring. And they they don't steal bases at a high rate. Like that's just shitty. Like just lean into it. Just figure something out. I don't know. I can't get enough of that shit. I'm, Run like a maniac. As, as somebody who endured the 2017 Blue Jays, it's hard to disagree about just be about something and not just mm-hmm. miserableness. That Padres team in 2016, they they were the best base running team in the league by a mile because they were all maniacs. It was like little 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 surfer dude, little Travis Janikowski, just steal, trying to steal first. No, can't hit. Not a big leaguer. Doesn't matter. Run. Go first to third <laughs> on anything. Can't get enough. The the Blue Jays, as currently constituted, not really about that life, I don't think. But it's, uh, it's but it's coming a, though. It's coming a little bit uh, to the extent that it will ever it will ever come. Well, Bo Bichette is gonna he'll he's my guy. I can yeah. see it. I can see it that he's gonna do some brain dead shit out there, and I cannot <laughs> wait. I am so excited for it. I will defend it <laughs> like such an idiot. I will twist myself into into logical knots. Just be like ah. It's all good. It was a great send. Great send over there, third base by, I don't know, whoever the third base coach is at that time, Vernon Wells. You don't think that Louis Rivera is just, uh, it's got, got pictures of somebody at this point? People, <laughs> love, people love to hate on him. They love to hate on him. Nobody ever likes to hate, no one ever likes the third base coach because... It, the only time you notice him is when somebody's run into an out, basically. Well, but they run into an out, or they run, and they, they, there is an out that is made at the plate, and they're like, oh, it's a bad send. He's a maniac. Um, which, no. 
they're all good sins. Every single one. Make the defense. Make a play. When you have, you have to look at the talent, the assembled talent, right? You get Justin Smoke. They, they made Justin Smoke score from first on a double the other day. He looked like he was really not happy about that choice as well. But it was great. Um, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Well, oh, the other thing with Josh Johnson. Let's talk about Josh Johnson. Hey, Josh Johnson is back. Yeah. We, 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 I, oh, we, we've done this more than once, and I wrote about it even this week, that, like, he's just so absolutely taken for granted. And, uh, and here we are. He's back again. Actually, you know what? Let's save this. We're going to save this for Super Bad. We're going to give Josh Donaldson his own entire segment. And it's going to be Super Bad, which is, of course, the Patreon exclusive content that we produce each and every week. So if you haven't already been over to patreon.com slash birds all day um, to sign up, kick us a couple bucks a month, you should do so. And then you can hear us talk this week about Josh Donaldson. Next week, Maybe we'll talk about something else. Maybe we'll bring back the Otani report as uh, his date in Toronto is getting ever so closer. I just made binocular eyes at my cam- my calendar. <laughs> I don't know if and nobody else can see that. But I, w- I was definitely zooming in on the on the three weeks from now when, when the Angels come to town. Um, uh, but yeah, so we'll talk about Josh Donaldson. We're going to give him his due. But maybe we'll talk a little bit more about, like, about can the Jays still be a good team without him? This might be something that we'll touch on real quickly. Uh, I I think that there are there's more than one answer to that question. I think so. We'll we'll take a look at that. Um, anything else for the for the rest of the show for the big show here? We're we're doing pretty good. Last week's was a little long. Maybe we can shut her down a little early. Yeah, you saw the complaints about the length there. But were there complaints? I saw a couple. They were they were, they were from Hurricane, yeah. which is you know. But, but, but his count him. doesn't start. His, uh, his snark doesn't count. His count doesn't snark. <laughs> um. Uh, do you have anything, anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I don't, I'm not going to foist a, 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 a rant on you or a, <laughs> a social. You know what I do want to talk about real quick, and I thought about this tonight? I thought about Uber Eats a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think Uber Eats, Uber Eats is probably the well, it's not a good thing. I think it's a net negative for our world. Mm-hmm. Do they have Uber Eats in Peterborough? Uh, they have skipped the dishes, but no, Uber does not exist here. Oh, you know what? I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, like, so yeah. skip the dishes. It's a little grim sometimes. You want to get Wendy's? I can imagine. You want to get Wendy's to your door? Well, giddy up. You're going to pay thirty dollars. Well, thank you for bringing that up because that was my thing. I I, would, I was out with my family for dinner at a at a local fast food establishment, and there was a a fast food or an Uber Eats guy came in, and then I got to thinking about how often in my building I live in a high rise uh, building here. I see Uber Eats with, a, with fucking McDonald's in his hands or people having McDonald's delivered to their home. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a worse thing, <laughs> period, right. than having McDonald's. Like, it's bad enough if you order Uber Eats and you're ordering from, like, a small place that maybe is, like, a 15 or 20 seat or 30 seat restaurant. Um, I mean, they don't make a lot of money on the food, right? They make money when you go in and you buy booze and you buy an appetizer, right? They need that margin. But if you're ordering food from from a smaller joint, at least you're giving them some revenue that you know you're make, let, keeping things moving. If you're doing that, if you're you're laying with with Uber, which is, um, let's be honest, we cannot fight the the, the convenience of it. But at the at its core, it's evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you've decided that you're going to go and opt for it to order from McDonald's through Uber. To me, that is just just awful. It is just so bad. I don't know what it is. It doesn't sit right with me. It just seems like, like the 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 end is near. That's what it is. Like it's we live in Wally well, world. Like where you we're feel just like it be, isn't. You feel like the end isn't near. Well, uh, I like to think that there would be, be still be some kind of fight mm-hmm. in uh, in it. But I think that that you know the ship sailed. We we <laughs> we, we are we are. You know yeah. we're, we're we're where we got here not by accident. No. Perhaps. We love it. We love convenience. Anyway, that's it. I thought about Uber Eats, and I'm like, you know what? I think I might be done. I have an order. I can't remember the last time I ordered Uber Eats, but uh, I don't think I'll do it again. And Lyft, Lyft and Uber, they're the same thing, too. They need to pay him more. They need to be more heavily taxed, I've decided. Ooh. Civic they're Groff. Putting two, Facebook Groff. Civic Groff. They're putting so many different cars on the road. <clears throat> they are, yeah. More traffic because it's more convenient. You get where you're going faster. It's a bigger problem than just Uber Eats and Uber and Lyft. But anyway, that's it. Uh, you know, if you're if you're out there, if you're if you're an Uber driver and listening to this, I'm sure there are lots of guys who people who drive Uber uh, on their grind. I get it. 
it's it's not about individuals. It's about whatever. Uh, Super bad. Josh Donaldson. If you haven't checked it out already, of course, if this is Birds All Day, uh, where we talk about your Blue Jays, you know that. And if you're just hearing this, I don't know how that would have happened. I don't know how you could have sat through 45 minutes of this without knowing anything about it. But if you have, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, soon to be, uh, not Spotify yet, but all the other places. SoundCloud.com slash Birds All Day is where you can find the RSS, where you can get the files directly. And uh, you can hit us, uh, hit us on Facebook. Hit us with a comment or a like and a, and a, and a review on iTunes. That's always great. Uh, and that's it. Anything else? Patreon.com slash Birds All Day. I said that a few times. What do you think? No, that's, that seems about right. And you can, of course, read Stoughton at The Athletic Toronto, which if you look around on the internet for more than two or three minutes, you can find a discount code. So go get one of those if you haven't got one already. Use the Stoughton code, though, so that way they know what's bringing you on board. Right? Yeah, there's probably one of those out there. I don't know if it's still... You'll find one. It's fine. You'll find one. That's fine. All right. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) For Stoughton, uh, that's him. I'm Drew. We'll talk to you next time on Birds All Day.